Welcome to another episode of Movie Season. Today, we are going to be doing something kind of cool that we thought of yesterday, and that is a horror pick So we're going to have different movies going against other movies that we think are kind of similar, or um, scenarios that we have to pick between on which one would be worse, or which one would, you, would we rather have. So... Um, so yeah, let's let's go ahead and get into it. Justin, uh, yesterday we had we had a chance to kind of hang out and do some uh, do like a horror movie binge, and um, one really good movie, one really bad movie. So it wasn't wasn't too bad. No, I mean that's you know with horror that's what sometimes you're gonna get if you're if you're at least batting five hundred, you know, that's usually a pretty good uh, pretty good day of horror. Yeah, and then we watched some uh, some creep show episodes. Those, yeah, I'm not were... feeling creep show anymore. Creep show season one was good, but the the new seasons I've been extremely disappointed with, aside from a few segments. Yeah. All right, so um, we're just gonna go into different categories. I have some, Justin has some, and then we're gonna discuss uh, for a few minutes on which one we think is worse. So I'll go ahead and start. This category is the deadlier pint-sized villain. Chucky versus the Leprechaun. So Justin, what do you what are your initial thoughts on this matchup? Um I think that obviously Chucky's way more well known to like the he's kind of in the horror Mount Rushmore in terms of when you think about the big killers, you know. Um Leprechaun's kind of underappreciated. Um his movies, he's kind of like the Freddy Krueger of the of like the he's kind of more along the lines of Freddy Krueger than he is any other killer because he kind of has these one-liners. It's after the first one, they started becoming almost comedies and there's like some really inventive deaths that he does and he does stuff with magic. Um, But just in terms for me personally, I think Chucky, the fact that it was an ex like convict or killer and serial killer, and he takes the form of a doll and kind of like weaves his way into different, family scenarios and he tries to steal souls is kind of a cool uh concept so i'm gonna go with chucky, chucky on this one chucky can steal souls well his whole thing is he's like he's trying to like take a soul of another body like he wants to do the whole ritual where he puts oh, you know okay, somebody you. else's soul into chucky and then his soul goes into that person gotcha gotcha yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you i think chucky would like if i had to fight both of them i think chucky would be worse because just the, uh, as far as I know, if you just give the leprechaun his money back, I think he'll leave you alone. I don't think he'll jack with you anymore. Yeah, but I will say the leprechaun's got a lot of magic, and so I'd probably be more mm. afraid. I'd probably be more afraid to go against the leprechaun. But my pick'em is Chucky because I think Chucky's cooler. But leprechaun's probably scarier because which if one's, I saw the which one's deadlier though, I think leprechaun's deadlier. Oh. All you got to do with Chucky is like get on a table. If you That's get true. on a table, he kind of there's not a whole lot he can do. I mean, when I rewatch those movies, I mean they're really good and entertaining, but people end up like getting down on his level and stuff. And it's all he really does is like have a knife. Yeah. At the end of the day, you could still throw him around. Yeah, I think I think the, you changed my mind. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna change it to Leprechaun. The Leprechaun can point his finger at you and and make you like turn you into stuff. Dude, he killed a guy with a pogo stick. 
Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah, Leprechaun's terrifying. All Chucky, right, so, Chucky's a, Chucky, in my opinion, is cooler. The character himself, I like better, and I like the idea of the ch- like the plot line of Chucky. But like in terms of who I'd be more afraid of, I'd probably be more afraid of the Leprechaun. Because okay. I don't think he, I don't think he ever really is. Sometimes he is searching for gold, but if you just get in his way, he'll st- like one snap of a finger, man. Yeah, I agree with you, man. All right, so. Um, the next one is <clears throat> you have to pick one house to escape. So which house do you think you could escape easier? And the two choices are the house from arachnophobia at the end or Buffalo Bill's house from Sons of the Lambs. I could easily escape the arachnophobia house. Easier. Dude, you have to go. You have to go through the same path that Jeff Daniels went through. So you have to fight that spider at the end. I would Buffalo. Would he keep me prisoner though? Yeah, I mean, if you're, you know, if you're onto him, you know, he might. Dude, I don't even want to know what he would do with a male prisoner. I think I could overpower him though. I don't know. He's pretty big. Yeah, but he's he's more sneaky, you know. He 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 preyed on women in the movie, and so like, I, I'd rather deal with the spiders just because with spiders, it's like they they don't have any ulterior motive. They don't want to bite you. Uh, you I don't know, know man. Of, they were biting the shit out of those old people in arachnophobia. But to a spider, <clears throat> they were disrupting their day. They were trying to lay eggs or whatever, and they stepped. On them, or they, you know, they poured out some cereal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I would rather try to escape Buffalo Bill's house, and here's the reason why. He'll wear your skin. Here's the thing: I have to worry about one thing in that house, and it's Buffalo Bill. This with arachnophobia, I have to worry about thousands of spiders that if they bite me, I'm dead. But then, then I have to fight the mama spider, who. In the movie, looks like she's 10 feet tall. But you don't have... You can leave. You can open the door and leave. Dude, all you gotta I, do what, is throw a, a branch over there and all the spiders are gonna look that way and you're out. Dude, they're not dogs. All spiders, I'm saying is, spiders at the end of the day, I get, I get some poison and I just spray them. Buffalo Bill is a psychopath. Like, he's already thought of you trying to escape. In fact, I could see him role-playing as a prisoner, hiring someone to do to him what he does to people just so he can know the exit routes of his own place. It's truly terrifying the more I think about it. So, yeah, okay. I would definitely pick the arachnophobia house. And I am I would be scared of that, too, but my God. I'm just telling you right now, man, I don't know if I can handle a freaking spider dude jumping all around. He's, I mean, he's made a freaking mockery of my house already. So you'd rather deal with the human spider, which is Buffalo Bill's gigantic hand caressing your shoulders. But and dude, telling, as soon as he does you that, that, your skin looks pretty salty. As soon as he does that, I just I snap it, dude. I just grab it and I snap it. Yeah, and then you got to deal with his oh. other, you know, a spider. Like I said, a spider, scary. A spider that kills you with a bite. But you grow up in the country, you already know how to deal with spiders. That's true. All right, so we're just going to disagree on this one. All right, so I think I think we'll like this one. Um, which duo would you pick to watch your back? The Frog Brothers from The Lost Boys or Valentine and Eric from Tremors? 
This is a tough uh, one. Are we really? I mean, if I'm really answering the question, yeah, that's what we're doing, right? It. I mean, I guess it depends on what we're dealing with. Are we dealing um, with vampires? Or are we dealing with? No, tremors? we're dealing with. Uh, I'm trying to think of something in the middle. Just think, you know, there's like a there's an earthquake, and you, and you got to get, you know, who's who's going to be able to help you more in a sticky situation. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Valentine. Valentine and Eric from Tremors. Valentine and Eric, yeah, because I I think like the Frog Brothers, they don't. Dude, I think I, you're forgetting I, what the Frog Brothers are all about. Dude. I feel like they could get grounded, and if they got grounded, that's it. Like they can't even drive themselves anywhere. So that's like, true. So with Valentine, like at least those guys. I mean, at least you know the only thing though is I wouldn't want to be hanging out with Eric and Valentine because they like you'd be that third guy in that group. I mean, nobody's gonna be looking at you. You know, you're gonna have to li- like those guys are gonna get every girl. They're gonna get every. You know they're gonna get everything, and you're just gonna be kind of that guy, you know. And so that's the only thing is like at least with the Frog Brothers, I'd feel like I was like the coolest. Yeah, guy you're the, the alpha. You're the alpha yeah. of that group, no question. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say I feel like the Frog Brothers are kind of like Batman with like enough prep time. I feel they can take down any foe, but spur well, of the plus, moment, and plus the Frog Brothers. Are almost looking for danger. Yeah, so that's going to catch they, up with them at some point. Yeah, but I think that they would be willing to sacrifice themselves for you. That's true. But I, I'm still going to stick with with Valentine there. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with your answer as well. All right. So the so this is kind of a um, one of these movies isn't technically a horror movie, but um, the theme is definitely horror, and that's a better twist ending. The Sixth Sense or Primal Fear? I mean, it's not even close, man. Yeah. This one, this one's not, I mean, this, this made the cut. Let's talk about, let's talk about your questions. How many did you come up with? Mine aren't that good, but I'm just saying this one's shocking. I mean, that, this one, we can move on. Dude, I think, dude, I think, I think it's arguably the greatest twist ending of all time. Okay. But I think you're forgetting just how great the ending of Primal Fear is. I probably did forget because it didn't stick with me like Sixth Sense did. I'm telling you, the ending of Primal Fear is... I kind of saw that one coming. Dude, come on. The the Sixth Sense one, like everybody that rewatched... The the thing that's so brilliant about the Sixth Sense twist, when you rewatch the movie, everybody's the smartest guy in the room all of a sudden. They're like, oh my God, I can't... Like, literally how nobody knew that was coming. I don't care what anybody says, man. If somebody out there says that they knew it was coming, good for you. There's a very few amount of people that knew. They hid that so well. And it and the yeah. thing I loved about it is it fit perfectly with the theme of the movie. Yeah. Well, so did yeah. Primal Fears. I mean. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Sixth Sense only because I think it's way more iconic. I think way more people probably, well, not it probably, but way more people are familiar with Sixth Sense. I don't think many people on that level have seen primal fear. So, Oh, I thought we were talking about fear with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, dude, come on. No, I'm just playing. I'm playing. The problem fear twist is really good. I don't want to disrespect that movie. It's just that one's like you said, that's not really horror. It's more of like courtroom thriller, but, uh, but underrated twist. That's an underrated one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Um, worst way to go. 
all right? The shamrock masks from Halloween 3 or the thinner curse from the movie Thinner? Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I've thought about this because I've had time to think because I came up with these last night. I think I would probably rather go with the thinner thing. I think I would rather go that route because at least you have some time, like, you would have some time of being like, oh man, you lost some weight. And then you could, you know, up your up your social status a little bit before you turn into a little baby creature. You sound like someone who's just watched the trailer for Thinner. You've seen the whole movie, I would hope, and you would see that that literally lasts like a day where he gets like, man, you okay. lost some weight. Okay. Thinner's way worse. Way to go. The masks suck, but it's over in a few minutes. You know, thinner, man, it's a curtain. And it lasts forever until you're nothing. I mean, it, it, it could last weeks, months. Dude, think, getting- about, think about getting ready to go out trick-or-treating. That excitement. You put on the shamrock masks. And then you watch a commercial and your head starts freaking turning into mush and but then, spiders. Hey, and- guess what? I love Halloween three. You turn off the television, turn on, t- change the channel. You don't like what's on? Change the channel. Get a TV guide. It's too late. Thinner, at that thinner point, is man. a it's a ritualistic curse. But just because the guy cut them off in traffic, I actually don't know if that. I can't remember if that's the reason. Yeah, I haven't it, seen Thinner in a long time. It was something kind of petty. I feel like. No, I think he. I think he goes and he makes a. I gotta. Look it up real quick. But I I think, from what I remember, is that he goes and the guy oh, like, shit. gives him a wish. Yeah, I was way off. Yeah, the guy like gives <laughs> so him a bad. wish. and he... No, no, no. He he accidentally... I'm just reading off the uh, thing. He hit someone with his car. Oh, yeah, I remember. So his wife, his wife's going down on him. And he just won this big nice. case. Just won this big case. And his wife's pleasing him because she's like, good job, honey. And he right. hits he hits this uh, person with the car, and it was like the other guys like it was his wife I think. And then yeah, so never mind. I thought I honestly thought it was something petty. Uh, kind of like in that movie. Um, I was kind of thinking of uh, Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell, man. That was super petty. Like the old lady like literally yeah, dude, ruins this person because she doesn't yeah. give her a bank loan. And that old lady doesn't have much time left anyways, dude. It wasn't even her decision not to give her the bank loan. She, she's mm. an employee. She's an employee. Yeah, but she was also trying to climb that corporate ladder. It's all about corporations, man. That's what that movie's about. But yeah, places a, cur- places a curse on them. Wow. Oh, it's the victim's father. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I was way off. So yeah, that's definitely a reason to put a curse on somebody. They kill your, uh, your daughter or something. Uh, that's terrible. So yeah, yeah. To, to answer your question, and I love Halloween three's masks. I think that's very terrifying. In fact, the thing that's really terrifying is, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a terrible way to go. But like the whole plot behind Halloween three and why they're doing it is still amazing to me. But anyway, the, for me, thinner is the worst way to go. I'm going to, cause the it's guy's one of those, like, it's one of those, it's one of those things where would you rather it be, kind of quick or would you rather it kind of linger why would you want to suffer for months but dude you're done in like at least i have time to get my affairs in order 
I'm going to go thinner curse because that'll allow me time to, you know, tell people, hey, I'm no, going to no, be dead you, soon. You said what's the worst way to go. Oh, the worst way to go is the shamrock masks. Okay. Well, see, I think the thinner curse is the worst way okay. of the two. All right. So this is my last one before um, I'll switch it over to Justin uh, for a few scarier moment from a non-horror movie. The Ride with Large Marge from Pee-wee's Big Adventure or Story Time from Meatballs where they're I mean, all around the campfire and Bill Murray's telling that story about look, the hook. That, I mean, my, my, the, the scene I like, I mean, I love that scene from Meatballs, but this is a no contest. The, the lar- Pee-wee Herman's Big Adventure should be a horror movie. That movie's terrifying, man. I don't Dude, I do not it, understand why it's not a horror movie. It's a movie that there are three three or four scenes in that are truly scary. Like yeah. the part where the clowns are tearing the bike apart in like yeah. his nightmare. I mean that's, and then Lar- dude, that's the and, whole and plus, vibe of that movie. We, yeah, and plus we we watched it I mean I think everybody our age pretty much watched it as a kid. And you also got to remember that this is a Tim Burton movie. Something that once you realize that and you watch it again, you're like, damn, yeah, this this fits. But Large Marge is terrifying because she's dead. Right. You don't know that. She's talking about this accident. Then the face she makes, man, is just like, I don't know if they did that with clay or what, but that was that sticks that still sticks with me and seared into my mind. So I can move on quick off this one. I mean, that one by far is worse and scarier. Um, yeah, I'll probably agree with you, but I'm telling you, man, that, that story, even now when I watch that scene from Meatballs where Bill Murray's telling that story, dude, that is a, that's a chilling story. I'm going to, I'm, I'll say Pee Wee just because that traumatized me as a kid. Like, I think every kid was, and you don't go in thinking you're going to be scared during that movie because it's yeah. Pee Wee. But all right, all right. So Justin, uh, let's switch it over to you and um, get some of your your picks. All right, I don't have great titles for all these, but the first one I I think the title's fitting is uh, best writers block movie. A lot of mine are from like the 2000s, 2010 era. Um, best writers block movie. We're just going to talk about the movies. Uh, Secret Window or 1408. This one's tough for me because I think both these movies are fantastic. Both are based on uh, Stephen King's short stories. And a lot of Stephen King stuff is about writers going crazy, which I really think is an interesting thing. I love the, I love movies like this. And I'll just go ahead and pick mine, but I do want to talk about both in a, in a short way. Um Man, I, I almost think that I can rewatch 1408 more. I'm not saying it's necessarily this one's really tough, but I almost give the slight, slight edge to 1408 because I think it's got more rewatchability. See, I'm I'm the opposite. I, I think Secret Window is is easier to to rewatch. Um, 1408 is scarier, but I think Secret Window is a better movie. Um, I'm gonna go Secret Window. But it is close. Both of these movies are really good. They're fantastic, and they're both led by, like, you know, have great performances. The reason I really like 14, I love the the first 
the whole part before he even gets into the hotel is like 45 minutes before he even gets into 1408 is extremely well done it's very good it sets up everything i love the build up to it and i just love that whole idea of like there's a little bit of supernatural element that goes into it a little bit of ghost story kind of a slasher as well um but yeah i mean that's what sucks is this one was tough for me because i think both movies are extremely good extremely underrated and uh i love both but i'd give the slight edge to 1408 all right well, I mean, you know, didn't seem like you appreciated that. Appreciated what? My pick. You just dismissed no, I mean, it. You're like, okay. I mean, no, I mean, fourteen oh. I mean, you gonna say something about fourteen oh eight? I've only seen it, I think, twice, but I do remember, and I haven't seen it in a long time. But I do remember it being me, me being very surprised at how good it was. Like, Both have really in, good twists. Well, and you go in and you kind of think like, okay, this, you know, this might be decent. You know, it's got Samuel L. Jackson and John Cusack in it. it might, you know, we'll give it a whirl. But it actually ends up being really good. And I think I think I just like the whole thing with um, Johnny Depp and John Turturro um, a little bit more. But, again, it's close. But I, I, I'm going to Secret Window. And both, I'm not going to spoil it just in case, you know, because these are movies that people might not have seen yet. But they're both on uh, Amazon, I think. But, um both have really good twist endings. Yeah. All right. So my next one is best, um, best kind of zombie comedy. And that's uh Shaun of the dead or zombie land. Again, mine are difficult because now we're picking more of like what movies we prefer. I got a couple of ones that are more like yours, but I wanted to start off with like two movie ones. So like, so I just, think, which one do you like better? So I think I have to look at it as, Going, you know, how I feel now and going forward. When I first watched both of these movies, I liked Zombieland way more. But as time has gone on and I've seen both of them multiple times, I think Shaun of the Dead is better. And I like Shaun of the Dead more. Um, I don't... If Zombieland was on, I would probably watch it. But it's not one that I ever am like, man, I got to put in Zombieland. You know what I mean? And I kind of feel that way with Shaun of the Dead sometimes. It's like, man, I could really, I'm really in the mood for Shaun of the Dead. So I'm going to go with Shaun of the Dead. I like both of them, but I think over time, Shaun of the Dead has, um, I think it's definitely, definitely more rewatchable for me anyways. And I just, I just like that whole, um, Simon Pegg and, uh, what's the, uh, Nick Frost. I, mm-hmm. I, I just think they're hilarious. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I mean, Shaun of the Dead has some more layers to it in terms of like, you know, it, it's it's a zombie movie, but it's also a relationship movie, also a movie about friendship and stuff. I kind of like how Zombie Land, and, and again, I love both these movies, but I'd probably st- I'd probably go with the slight edge to uh, to Zombie Land just based on the fact that I feel like Zombie Land at the time, again, it kind of wears on you after a while, like after you rewatch it a little bit, like you know. Some of the stuff kind of get like the voiceover I could do without. I know it's necessary. Like the first couple times I watched it, it didn't bother me. But the more I watch it, the voice, the whole movie being voiced over by Jesse Eisenberg, it just kind of bothers me a little bit. But uh, I just love the whole cross country. It's almost like a road trip movie uh-huh. and also a zombie movie. So I kind of like that. But th- there's things I like about each of them respectively. But I'd give the slight edge to uh, to Zombieland. But if you ask me again next week, I might say Shaun of the Dead. 
Yeah, I mean, I've rewatched Shaun of the Dead about a couple, like a month ago, and it's in, it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, mine's more of like a cement. Uh, that I don't think mine would change. There's some movies that it, it would probably change depending on the week, kind of like you said. But um, I, I I think I like Shaun of the Dead a little bit or quite. I a bit like more. how. I will say I like how Zombieland keeps the light vibe, even when it does talk about what happened with Woody Harrelson's family and all that stuff. Like I do like how it can it stays the same vibe the whole movie, like the same type of uh, yeah. Shaun of the Dead towards like the last act. It's it's very sad. Like it yeah. gets very sad. So it kind of does that thing that like those Judd Apatow movies were doing for a while, where yeah. It's like raunchy comedy for an hour and a half, and then 15 minutes of them, you know, doing all their serious stuff, and then it comes back to being a raunchy comedy. Which isn't bad, but I just, I do think that's difficult to kind of have that, to keep the same tone of a movie like Zombieland for the whole time. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I just love the cast. I think the cast is incredible in that movie. But yeah, that's me. So anyway, the next one. Um, I'm going to go, uh, so this is like, what would be the worst, uh, what would be the worst thing to happen? Uh, getting what waking up and realizing you're in one of the saw games, one of the saw traps or getting caught, waking up, realizing you're in one of the hostile rooms. I don't have a specific game that you got, but you just got to pick like, what would yeah. You know, this was kind of easy for me. I think for me, I'd rather be in the hostile one because I feel like you have a better chance of getting out of it. Like Saul, think about how many people have been in Saul games or whatever and how many have survived them. And then think about, I mean, all you really got to do is, you you, you know, you have to have some luck either way, but I, I feel like, I feel like the hostile one would be, I would prefer that one because I just feel like at, at the end of the day, you're just going against another human being, you know, and, and in the Saul ones, you're going against some kind of contraption. You're probably having to figure out some kind of fucking riddle, you know, both I mean, suck, both suck. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'd rather be in a Saul game simply because you do have that shot of like, you know, you're going to go through a lot of pain and a lot of torture. But at the end of it, if you do it, if you cut off your tongue before this subway takes off, you yeah. get to live, you know, yeah. without a tongue, but you get to live. With Hostel, I feel like you're there and somebody is going to torture you for fun for mm-hmm. hours. Just torture well, you for fun. Well, and are we are we also taking into account that if you, what happens when you escape both of them? So if you escape Saul, then it's over. You know, he's done with you. You've passed his test. If you escape the other one from Hostel, do they they'll chase you down they'll and find you. cut your head off. Yeah, your Hostel to me is uh is worse. So I'd rather be in a Saw game. Both would be miserable. But I'd rather yeah, be in a I'm Saw gonna, game because of that it, small chance of getting to control my own destiny in a way. Well, and if I'm if I'm taking into account the after uh effects of escaping then i have to go with saul because like i said once you're once you're done with that you're done you know and maybe you get an easy trap maybe you get something that 
You know, maybe he didn't have a whole lot of time to come up with this. He was on a time crunch. So, I just want to say also, I'm glad that we've gotten away from the the torture movies. That yeah, we, like the after so- Hostel is a miserable film. I mean, look, Dude, it's, I, everybody it's can talk. You know, everybody always says like, "Oh, it's still a good film." Like, listen, man, I kind of I don't have any problem with Eli Roth or whatever. I think he's done some good stuff, but like, Hostel's miserable. Like, there's yeah. nothing redeemable about that movie. I've seen it once. I've seen I, I somehow watched the second one. I don't know why I did it to myself. Those movies suck. I mean, I just hate the way I feel after those. At least with Saw, like I said, Saw started di- divulging into this. But at the at the end of the day, Saw was about something a little deeper, and it wasn't just about Torture well, got, people to torture people, you know? Well, and it's got it's got other things going on in the movie. So it's got like a yeah. mystery. You know, you're trying to figure out the whole time you're trying to figure out like, okay, what's the twist in this one? Mm-hmm. So you're not really kind of fixated on um the the torture aspect as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like they kind of while some of the deaths are brutal, they they kinda they don't go to the full extent that Eli Roth goes to in Hostel, like when in that, like when that chick's walking around and her eyeballs hanging out. Yeah, it's just not for me. I mean, yeah, yeah so it's not for me. Yeah. Um, all right. So the next one is, what monster do you think you'd be able to defeat more? Like, what do you think? What monster could you defeat? So, like, instead of saying what monster would you rather deal with, it's like what monster? Well, yeah. So, what monster would you rather have to face? There we go. Okay. The monsters from A Quiet Place or the monsters from Descent? And I'm assuming we're in, like, their... For, like, Descent, we're in the cave, right? Yeah, so you can't just say, like, well, I I wouldn't go into the cave. Like, you're in the cave having to fight Descent, or you're having to fight the monsters in the New World, which is Quiet Place. I think... I'm going to say I'd rather go again... And you could probably say, well, just don't make any noise. Well... That's that's the same thing as saying don't go in the cave. Um, as far as being deadlier, the I think the quiet place monsters are way more deadlier. Um, you just you know you just have to overcome the darkness of the cave. But one but if it's just man on man or man on beast, I think you might have a better chance. Definitely have a better chance against those than you do the quiet place monsters. Those quiet place monsters are like eight feet tall. Well, and here's the thing. They're both blind, so they both right. only hear. Um, That's true. That's true. I will say, if I had a, if I knew how to get, if I knew how to uh, cave dive and all that shit, like, if I knew how to, like, navigate, like, me right now, I wouldn't last a minute in a cave, but I also wouldn't last a minute not being able to talk. So, true. But I will say, I will, if I had I will a... vouch for that. If I had a guide with me or if I knew how to get out of stuff, I'd rather go against the descent monster simply because at the end of the day, these guys are kind of minding their own business down there. I mean, yeah. look, I mean, they're, you out, know, they're out for blood, but again, you kind of, they no, to, see, kinda they're, trespassed. Not. they're not out for blood. They're out to, they're, they have to live too. They, they have to eat. You're not going to get how, much. And how do they, and how do they sustain themselves, Justin? With, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, they're not out there hunting humans. I mean, they're just basically a big trap, and they're just like, "Hey, if we get a human today, like that'll be a good meal." Yeah. Um, and I don't know how long a human sustains them, but it must be for a while because it didn't seem like a lot of people traversed in there. Dude, I don't know, man. At the end, remember all those skulls and body parts she's climbing? That's up? true, but I mean these these ain't these could monsters be look ancient. Years. I mean that could yeah. be in the Columbus days. I mean you just That's never true. know. Could have um, been Columbus. 
Yeah, but I will just say that I think that I would pick going. I'd rather go against the descent monsters because at least if I escaped, I'm back to normal life. I'm gonna have yeah. to have therapy and right. medications, but I'm back to normal life with a quiet place. Like there's no returning to normal life, really. Yeah, unless you I wipe out you. the whole species. I agree with you on that one. All right, so last one I have. Um, what would be this is probably my favorite one. What would be a scarier set of tapes to find the sinister tapes or the reels or whatever, or the VHS tapes from VHS? Like what would be more scary if you're, if you just bought a new home, you moved in, you didn't know the history and you found the sinister tapes or you found the, uh, the VHS tapes from VHS. Um, I'm going to say I would rather, so the question is, which one would I rather, or which ones do I not want to find? Which ones to you would be, yeah, what would be worse? Like, what what would scare you? So, um, I definitely don't want to find the, the sinister ones, because to me, those, not only are those more scary, but they all take place within that house, I think. Like, all, like, you can see the videos, and they're all on that land, or all... The VHS ones take place all over the different place. You know, I don't. I don't think the sinister the sinister tapes aren't all in that house. That's the latest. It's all, but it's all affecting the families that like. So like, the the most recent one was in that house, but the other tapes weren't of just that house. It was like different. Like the house wasn't the thing. It was like the um, they were all at different homes. Because oh. you got to remember that one was like that they had a swimming pool, you know. So okay. it's like the, it's like the tapes went house to house, and whatever that like the last place the tapes were was like the family that hung themselves on that tree, or you find out really didn't. Yeah, have anything I, to do with it. I, I still think the sinister ones are worse. I, I would rather find the VHS ones because the sinister ones not only are disturbing in themselves, but they actually they kind of you know lead to your ultimate demise you know like yeah I, yeah i i think it's the sinister ones are way worse in my yeah opinion. the sinister ones are worse i mean i would be terrified if i found the vhs ones um yeah that definitely wouldn't be a, a good night viewing for sure but yeah to see like the sinister ones the mute you know just everything involved in it i mean yeah i think those are a little scarier for sure yeah all right so um so we agree on that one. All right. So now I've got I've got five more, and these are more um, like just straight up movie picks with uh, you know different categories assigned to them. So which which movie led a bigger phenomenon, Scream or Blair Witch Project? Um, I, I think that Scream has had a bigger impact on Hollywood. In terms of like everybody tried to find the formula for Scream, but I yep. think that the Blair Witch, when it came out, came out at the perfect time, right while the internet was booming. And I think that the Blair Witch probably had a bigger impact on. I mean, the Blair Witch Project created a genre. Yeah, and it also book. showed that it also showed that at least with horror, that you can make a movie for almost nothing. Yeah, and as long as it's done well, can can make a fortune. 
Yeah, I think yeah, I think that it created its own little subgenre of like found footage horror. And again, maybe it didn't create it. Like maybe there is a movie it definitely, that came out. Yeah, it definitely popularized it though. That that's or the made thing. it mainstream. I'm gonna still say it kind of created it simply because people now were like, okay, we'll green light a found footage movie. And I mean, you literally yeah. saw like ten years of that. So I would I would say probably uh, Blair Witch had the bigger impact on the movie industry because, like you said, before then, like Scream being a hit wasn't a surprise to anyone. I mean, that was kind of no, like Wes Craven and. But Blair Witch being that big of a hit, I think, kind of not only did it show what you know, a fa- like a a movie could do, but it also showed what great marketing could do. So I think it kind of shifted everything. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. Uh, Blair Witch Project, I think, is um, again, Scream is always. Like Blair Witch has this weird thing where I feel like people hate on it because um, either they're afraid to admit that it was scary. I'm not afraid. Like that movie, when I first saw it, terrified me. Um, Probably because it looks like it was filmed in our backyard. Uh, That probably had something to do with it. But I I, I don't think anyone really like clowns on screen. You know what I mean? Because they're it's just like a cooler movie. But yeah. there's something about people that are afraid to admit when something's scary sometimes, especially well, guys. And and again, if you don't, you know, this is what people say, but it's true. If you weren't if you weren't around during that time, like yeah. that was before social media, that was right when the internet was getting going. You couldn't just easily I mean, everybody had dial up. You couldn't just go and research if this was true or not. So there was a small part of you that was like is this really kind of something they found? Yeah. Like that's how good the marketing was. Is it? it you'd never seen anything like that before. It was like yeah. a home video. So, all right, better scream knockoff. I know what you did last summer or Urban Legend. Um, I I like Urban Legend better, so I guess I'm gonna say Urban Legend. But I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, Urban Legend's definitely a more, it's a, it's a, I like it better. And plus it follows the formula of Scream more than I know what you did last summer. I don't, I don't think I know what you did last summer was really trying to be Scream. Um, It was trying to be Scream light, like something like Scream, but maybe not step for step like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it was definitely influenced, but I mean, yeah, I'm going to say you know, just to make it quick and clean. I mean, I like urban legend. I mean, I love both of them, but urban legend, I really, I agree. I, really, I think urban legends way better. And, and you know, I like urban legend too, because it's, you know, it's on, it's at a college campus. A lot of times you see like high school and I kind of liked how it was like on a college campus, like that kind of worked for this movie, you know? And it yeah. was kind of cool how they were all like, sh- you know, they were kind of in interjecting like a lot of these other urban legends. I think urban legends really cool. I like that. Movie. Yeah. All right, um, so we agree on that one. All right, better vampire movie, Interview with a Vampire or Bram Stoker's Dracula? I don't really like either of them. Well, we got to pick one. This ain't my stuff here, man. I mean, I don't... I what do you mean wanna... this ain't your stuff? What do you mean? Uh, Interview with a Vampire sucks, man. Like, I like that movie, like, I, I think it, I think people liked it because, like, there was some weird fantasy that people were having where, like, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt with long hair, like, I mean, I've watched that movie, man. That movie blows, man. Like, it really okay. sucks. Okay, can you just pick one? I don't want to. Alright, I'm gonna I don't say... Like, I don't like either of them. Alright, I'm gonna say Interview with a Vampire is better. I, I agree that I don't think either one is particularly great. Um, but I think, 
I think Bram Stoker's Dracula is very overrated. I I, I think it's boring as hell. But um, anyways, all right. I mean, what interview with a vampire? Are they are they actually interviewing anyone? Yeah. Have you ever watched this movie? I've seen it when I was younger. Christian Slater is interviewing Brad Pitt. Really? Why in, the, why in the hell do you think they call it Interview with a Vampire? And it's modern times? Yes. You know, vampires can live a very long time. I might need to watch that again. Yeah, I don't think you've ever seen it. I've seen it, but it was a very long time ago, and I will i don't think probably, I've seen you probably it. Didn't, yeah, you probably didn't appreciate it at the time. Look, here's the honest truth. I haven't seen Bram Stoker's Dracula. Well, why didn't you tell me that to begin with? Because I don't all right. I don't know. But uh, Interview with the Vampire, I do not remember very well. I just remember that, you know, I just remember I didn't really care for it when I was younger. So if I didn't like it when I was younger, I mean, unless it's like more of like an adult movie, like geared for yeah, adults. Yeah, dude, it's definitely an adult movie. I'll check it out again, I guess. I'll watch like the first 15 minutes of it and decide. All right. I know you've seen both of these. Better classic horror movie, The Thing or The Shining? I always have to look at these like, which one could I put in at any time, at any moment, and watch it from beginning to end? And for me, that's the thing. Uh, the Shining is kind of long. It's it's. I mean, they're both fantastic, but for me, I could put the thing in at any moment and watch it and be completely content. There's times when I'm like, man, I don't want to sit down for you know two and a half hour. Yeah, movie. I, I it's kind of slow. I mean, The Shining's kind of slow. Like it, it takes its time, which isn't bad, especially for that movie. But I'm just saying, like it, it takes a little bit more to get into. I prefer the horror of The Shining a little bit more. I think. I mean, I like I, the thing's great, but um, I'd, I'd say The Shining. I, I like. I really like stuff that doesn't explain. You know, it's got a mystery to it. It's like almost the the biggest fear is like what's you're not seeing. And I think that The Shining is probably the best movie if you want to just show a movie that, like, builds momentum the best of any movie, of any horror movie I've seen. Um, The Thing does it really well, too, but The Thing does get bogged down in a lot of effects. And even though they hold up great, I feel like some of these scenes are just, like, more to show off the effects. And um, I think The Shining is more psych... it's just a preference because both movies are fantastic, but I'm going to go with The Shining. I mean, The Shining literally builds a perfect pace. Like, it is long, but I just love the way that movie paced itself. Yeah, I like both of them, but I think I'd give the slight edge to the thing for and me. Plus, so. And plus, Jack Nicholson's performance in that is, like, unreal. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of something that I like to watch and appreciate is, like, you know. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to go with The Shining. What about what about uh, Shelley Duvall's performance? It's good. People hate on that performance. It is a little like over the top at times, but you know, in a way I think it works for that movie. I think she, I, I mean, she's convinced me that she's crazy. So that's a, that's a good, I mean, that's what she was going for. So All I mean, right. I don't think she was correct. I mean, she wasn't the one going crazy. Dude, she was kind of losing it a little bit. I mean, she had, what would you have done? So you get hey. told you're getting told you're going to get your skull bashed in. Yeah. I just said, Hey, stop that. Oh, well, there you go. You solved it. All right. Um, All right. This is the last one I got. More rewatchable movie. The Faculty versus Final Destination. 
Oh, the the faculty's more rewatchable. Rewatchable. It's the faculty. I mean, the faculty is like endlessly rewatchable because it's so much fun and there's so many actors in it that like it's cool to see like John Stewart as the science teacher. It's cool to see, you know, Robert Pat like it's cool to see all these, you know, Famke Johnson, um Usher. So Usher. I could I could watch the faculty at any time of year and like be again, I might not be focused on it, but it's it's great to just throw in because it's like it, it it's I love that movie. So it's uh faculty for me. Yeah, I'd agree. Faculties um maybe I should have just made this a straight up like which movie do you prefer but i feel like that's also kind of the same thing as more rewatchable um i will say this for a movie like final destination where everything is based on kind of the suspense of how these people are gonna like it still holds up about as well as you can for a movie like that you know what i mean like most of the time a movie like that when you watch it several times it kind of loses its well, Final Luster. Destination's great. I mean, I, I'm just like in terms of just rewatchability. Yeah, I, the faculty just has it has those ingredients of like a really good rewatchable movie. Because sometimes a rewatchable movie has to be a little ridiculous at times to, yeah. for like fun purposes, and that movie has it. You know, I mean, Robert Patrick just standing out in the sprinklers. Yes, I could rewatch that over and over and over again. Like it's fascinating. Yeah, I agree. All right, so that was our horror pick'em, and uh, we had—I think we had quite—we had quite a bit more um, differences than I thought we would actually. So that's good. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so this is something we might uh, start doing a little bit more. Just kind of, you know, horror—it's easy because there's a lot of movies that are similar, and I feel kind of the same way with like action movies. Um, a lot of them kind of have the same formula, so it's easy to kind of compare and contrast them. But all right, well, thank uh, Justin. Thanks again, man, for taking the time to join me today. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, all right, well, if you like the episode, please make sure to like it and subscribe. Um, you know, let us know kind of which ones we were way off on, or if you have any uh, suggestions on future ones. So, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.